All right. I forgot how to start the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the gut buster by, I should say heart wrenching, not gut buster. Right. Really gut. God, we suck at the beginning of this one. <laughs> I, I yes. at least feel under, I'm under the weather. My whole family is. That's so. true. I have um, no excuse other than I'm wearing this <laughs> new shirt and it's distracting. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are talking to, today. We're talking about land, the land before time, 1988 total like ball fest. Yeah. That's 19, what I should have called it. I don't know if you should have called it a ball fest either, but you know, uh, and of course, uh, we like to remind everybody who's listening in, if you have never seen this movie, uh, if you've never found a reason to watch the land before time, please make this the reason to do so. Uh, you can just pause the podcast for just a few seconds. Go watch the movie. It's only like an hour long. Uh, Yeah, it's not very long. It's also streaming on a couple different places. Yeah. So yeah, go watch the movie and then you can come back and join us for the conversation once you're all caught up. So we'll give you a few seconds to go do that. And you're back. All right. Now everybody's seen the movie and we can start talking about it. Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about this movie by ourselves because we would just, you know, argue about stuff. So we need someone on here to take sides. And we are very excited today to have Lansing area comedian Elena Bamfield is with us, everybody. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Thank you for coming on. Super fun. Absolutely. She has never been on the on the show before. So yeah. We're finding some... this is a classic. So I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. So we always ask Elena, everyone who we have on the podcast, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? Gosh, uh, I used to watch it at my grandparents' house forever ago. Probably at least. God, I don't know, 10, 15 years, probably. Okay, sure. Okay. Mandy, well, how about you? Like 10. Okay. Yeah, I would say like 25, like like 25 years. I 25 years ago? No. I was, yeah, I was. Is this, not one, like, is this is not one that you've tried to have Kate watch? Or anything? Uh, she she watched it twice with okay. me this time. She really, like, I Aww. thought for sure she was going to be like, this is old school shit. Like, I don't even want to watch this. But sure. like right from the get go, she was like really into it. So yeah. All right. Um, and for me, it had been, I don't know, probably 10 years or so. Uh, I think we maybe tried to watch this within the last 10 years because Lexi is only 10 uh, with her. But she just, again, I think it was just not in the cards on that day. And we were just like, well, we'll try again later. And uh, I did not succeed this time around either. Uh, this was very much a, this is old. I don't want to see any of this. And this is, we don't need to finish this movie. I didn't even finish it with them when we when I watched with the family. I ended up having to go up and finish it by myself. So that that's led to and you're used to you're used to finishing by yourself. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. I'm up here hidden in the closet. Who knows what's going on? So, um, yeah. So we also we ask everybody who we have on the podcast. Um, so this is basically like a, a a good first time watch or not first time, but refresher watch for a lot for most of us, right? Like this has yeah. been a minute. Yeah. So, We want to give people a good idea of what we think about this project here by uh, giving us a little bit of a synopsis. And that has a theme song that goes with it. So our first activity has a theme song that goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Boom. All right. It's called Chop This Synopsis. And what we have asked is that you take this film, The Land Before Time, and condense it down to 10 words or less. So reconfigure Make a synopsis that'll make people want to click on this movie, 10 words or less. And we ask for volunteers. Does anybody want to go first? 
I'll go. Um, mine's not funny or anything, it's, but it's in in a search for food, five dinosaurs also find friendship. There you go. All right. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd, I'd click on that for sure. Uh, Elena, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Yeah. Uh, so mine is uh, a, a couple of the words I'm assuming are are, are conjoined words here. Okay. Uh, yep. So I have uh, a heartbreaking tale about overcoming child starvation and prehistoric racism. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> show. Sure. Like, that is so true. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie was like on the edge of woke when it was ha- it was like. We don't need to talk about people as individuals. Like we could all live together and move across the country. It's fine. There was a lot of uh, our people don't play with their people stuff. Yeah. It was, so it, it was good. It was a good watch. Um, for mine, uh, mine is my ten words are roughly uh, dinosaurs are supposed to be cool. These ones made me sad. So <laughs> uh, I know for real. But yeah, if and you also want- like. I, when I was, I really wanted to put something in there about like how T Rex doesn't talk. Like if dinosaurs could talk, they all could, but T Rex can't or something. But it, yeah. it wasn't working out. So I wanted to say something about uh, about overcoming child predators because I thought it was funny that they were the only one that they were really <laughs> going after. You know, the T Rex was like the Jeffrey Epstein of dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And those and those little ones with the weird like rock shaped heads, those were like the uh, uh-huh. Ghislaine those Maxwell's. Like, the, the oh yeah, bri- I was gonna say those are like your Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. Just fucking uh, no fucking clue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like what is, what do T Rex and Jerry and Jeffrey Epstein have in common? They're both sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> um. So just to get people back into the mood of this movie, this one is narrated throughout. Um, I don't recall a ton of movies that I really enjoyed as a kid where it was the the narrated throughout vibe. I don't I don't dig it. I like show me the movie. Don't tell don't tell me the movie. I don't need any of yeah. this info. I want to see it happen. So, uh, but we get this one narrated throughout, and uh, it sounds like this. So hopefully this will bring people right back into the land before time. Once upon this same earth. Beneath the same sun, <laughs> long before you, before the ape and the elephant as well. I was really hoping that was going to be a rhyme. For a moment when I was watching this, I was like, does this guy rhyme every line? Because that was, I was really hoping for it, but no. He's just- I really <laughs> like the narration, you know? Like, I just feel like, I don't know if it's growing up in a, you know, mildly abusive household or what. <laughs> but I like someone telling me what's going on and like what's supposed to be happening. Okay. You know? All right. This is uh, what these like, are. This is cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These are uh, the Pat things Hingle. you need to be feeling about this. For sure. <laughs> Pat Hingle was his name. He also was did the voice of Rooter, the old Rooter. You know, listen to old Rooter here when yep. um, Littlefoot's mom. Rooter is died. my favorite. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. That's one of the questions we asked. Yeah, that was about to be our next was. question. So um, well, he's just such a sweet. Like at first, he's just such like a grumbly, like grumpy old guy, and then when he realizes that Littlefoot lost his mom, which by the way is Littlefoot a boy or a girl? I don't know. He's like totally a non-binary character before that was even a thing. Like, right. Or maybe not non-binary, but gender fluid, amorphous, if that's like, like, (laughs) does not have a gender. Androgynous? What is that? What is the word for that? I want to be politically correct. Um, Ambiguous. I don't know. Gender at all. I don't think. Do they? It's gender ambiguity, right? That's the whole idea. There are 13 sequels, so I don't know if Little Maybe it does get revealed. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I guess I think that he is, I always thought he was a boy. I thought he was a boy too. But he does... 
Yeah, he does have a very, uh, uh, yeah, Im- uh, ambiguous quality to him. And I don't think it changes the story either way. It could be, no, I mean, it's doesn't. the same same story either and way. I forgot where I was going with my whole thing that I was saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I got stuck on it's, it's a boy or a girl because I couldn't, I don't think I knew it was Oh, a you were talking about how much you like, you were talking about how much you liked Ruder. Ruder, yeah. Your oh, yeah. Ruder finds out that Littlefoot loses their mom and, uh, and then he just instantly like just switches it up and just starts becoming just like this sweet old man. And I guess it just kind of reminds me of my grandpa. But he's right. my favorite well, I, I do have a clip. Character. Let's uh, let's listen in on Ruder here. I have a clip for yeah. him. It is nobody's fault. The great circle of life has begun. Right. But you see, not all of us arrive together at the end. I think we all need a Ruder in our lives, but none of us get one. <laughs> no. I mean, if, if he was really that good, wouldn't he have taken Littlefoot with him? He just like he's just like, hey, good luck. I don't know. It's kind of decrepit though, and like we yeah, don't maybe. know what kind of urges he might be fighting off. And <laughs> yeah, not yeah. everyone in this movie can be good, right? There's gotta yeah. be that secondary. And besides, All, and maybe he knew could have helped them. Maybe he knew he was on the way out. You know what I mean? Like he was like, I've been following the bright yellow circle for ever and i'm just done i'm just, just gonna lay down here and root around yeah i mean he didn't have a mom to <laughs> yes, believe in it's true so. yep, Poor he, he ran out of tree stars and everything he ran out of fucking tree stars <laughs> i think so, i remember seeing this movie in the theater like okay i my first movie was who framed roger rabbit but that was earlier in the year and i think i remember seeing this in the theater because i remember just like sobbing my eyes out when yeah the when the mom dies and i thought for sure my daughter would like be super sad sure but i was like trying i tried really hard to like lighten it for her i was like just so you know like the mom the mom is about to die but things do get better like I oh yeah you totally that. like buried the lead on that man you should have i had to i was like this is <laughs> devastating and same, well, covered same so many like, topics <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and i also too she was like why is sarah so mean like she's like yeah. She's so mean. And I'm like, she does get nice later, you know, and sure. she just, the, the looks on their faces, like when the little, like I even cried. I remember crying as a kid when the little dinosaur tried to give Littlefoot his cherry and like, ha, huh, give him yeah. his cherry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then like the look on his face or like when Sarah is sad and she doesn't want to admit she went the wrong way or when she gets cold, like all of the looks on their faces is like, it's so much turmoil. Like, I don't like it. Sure. At all. Yeah. Um, so, Elena, I'm going to assume then that Ruder was your favorite sort of standout character, I guess you'd have to say. There yeah, I mean, that's what I said when I was watching it. You know, I mean, okay. he's pretty early on in the film. Uh, there's some other characters that definitely make a name for themselves, but <laughs> Ruder is a standout for sure. All right. Uh, Mandy, do you have one that was particularly noteworthy for you? Oh, I always remember Ducky. Ducky yeah. is always my favorite. Ducky's sure. a runner up for All sure. Right. <laughs> I'm not a long neck, I'm a big mouth. But I am all alone. I am. Oh. oh I lost my family in the big earth shake. So sad. Um, you want to go with me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I do. I do. All right. Classic ducky. Yeah. Yeah. Ducky. Uh, so while we're on the subject, do you guys want to hear some, like, it, it's a kind of a do lengthy we- fun fact. It, I'm assuming over here, like messing with. I'm bags, assuming sorry. this is the incredibly sad part. Is this what you're going to oh, dive into? There, there goes my cat. Yep. Oh. <laughs> sorry about that. 
Um, yes, but we don't have to do that right now if you don't. Well, we to. can. Yeah, I mean, we got to do okay. it eventually. We got to talk all about right. it at some point. Elena, are you <laughs> familiar at all with any of like the dark side of what happened to the like this movie? What do you mean? Like, oh, some, you're about some to bad out. stuff happens to one of the cast members in this movie. Oh my God, no, I did not know. Okay, well All then right. get ready for this. Sorry if this, <laughs> yeah, be prepared for some sad news, everyone who's listening. Okay, okay, so, and a lot of people might already know this, but so the little girl that played Ducky, her name was Judith Versailles. Um, she was in, she was discovered when she was five years old. She was really small for her age when she was on an ice rink. Um, she did over 50 television commercials, a bunch of like little spots on TV shows and three major motion pictures. Um, her father was often drunk and he wouldn't let her mother work before she started getting, getting famous. So they were on welfare. But then in 1986, when she, she started getting um, roles and her career took off, she was making about a hundred grand a year. So the family got a little bit better um, in that respect. But her dad was super abusive. Um, he threatened <clears throat> to, he would threaten to kill Judith and her mother, Maria. Her dad's name was Joseph. Um, and then, so nobody did anything about this. And then after seeing a juvenile psychologist per her agent, like her agent said, you need to go yeah. see this person. Cause she was pulling out her eyelashes. She was t- pulling the whiskers off of her cat. Um, she was biting her nails until they bled. So anyways, the child psychologist called CPS because there was so much like abuse going on in the home. The mother Maria just said that she was going to divorce Joseph. She rented an apartment. And um, so the CPS didn't do anything. They're like, okay, like she's taking care of this. Well, um, they were gone for a couple of days, uh, Maria and Judith. When they came back, this was in July of 1988, um, the father, Joseph, shot both Maria and Judith and then shot and then started the house on fire and shot himself. Um, And this was both this all happened like four months before this movie came out or was released. Same with All Dogs Go to Heaven. That hadn't been released either. She was also in All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So like she was. That's a dead girl's voice. Yes. Yes. Now. What the fuck? All right. Yes. What? I am not a long neck. I am a big neck. Hannah Baker. Oh, it's the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was 10 years old. And, and I uh, you were doing that, Mandy. Uh, I just imagine like this is what it would have been like if I had started like a, a true crime podcast. Uh, as you were as you were reading that girl's life and I'm like, I'm glad we did not do that. <laughs> yeah, it's super like I watched, I, I did like a bunch of research on it well because everything like you I, I was like did he die like did he kill himself but and apparently he did he also had like tons of affairs and this guy was butt ass ugly he was douchebag <laughs> and i don't know yeah. i always wonder but he had a lot of money because this kid was a child star sure. so yeah he was he he sucked big time and he ended up killing her when she was 10 killed her and her mom Yikes. Yikers. he shot her while she was in bed yep oh god that is I know. I fucking mean, awful i can't believe they used her voice how did who signed off on that I right guess no one yeah was alive to sign off on it i mean so, or not sign off on it i'm guessing <laughs> this movie took for, like a while to make so at that point they were fully invested to to mm-hmm. have to go back and do adr for her part would be aren't there other movies uh, though <laughs> i guess i guess, <laughs> I guess maybe they, they just do? weren't that incent or like they weren't that sensitive to it i guess back in the 80s i don't know it was well, and I do time. think too, it's almost like a tribute to her. This is like her most well-known character. Yeah. And this is what people think of even on her, her tombstone. It says her name and her, you know, the dates. And then it says, yep, yep, yep. Right yeah. after it. So, I mean, 
it's a way of like remembering her, I suppose, but you can't like listening to her voice, like all throughout. Cause I, I didn't know when I watched this, I, I had remembered hearing about it a long time ago, but it, it jogged my memory when I was doing research. But the first time I watched it for this, I was just like, Oh, it's so cute. And then I researched it and then watched it again. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so fucking sad. Like I can't even right. listen. It's even more. Yeah. Like Lindsay, <laughs> I was talking. Yeah. Yeah. And I was Sorry, talking to like, Lindsay about this after we, I had watched it and she was like, the, the day after I realized she had read some weird like BuzzFeed article about it, like several years ago or something. And she's like, after watching or after reading that, and then I, you just can't, it's not the same. Even the sad parts are twice as sad. And the, the happy parts are almost even more so because yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, um, we can't have nice things. That's what it is. They've, <laughs> we took something pure of heart from our childhood and ruined it. And now we're a part of that as well. I know. Oh, it's ruined when they said it, when they put it out. That's yeah, it's true. You're like, imagine hearing that news and then like, what did, would you say? Like four months later or something, this movie comes out and you're just like, I don't know. It's going to be a classic. <laughs> yes. Isn't that, that would be super weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like going into it. I mean, it was a huge story. So like everybody knew about it. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Oh but the God. little kid didn't know. Like I didn't like, I didn't tell my daughter when we were watching it the second time. Like, Hey, by the yeah. way, you know, Hey, by the way, <laughs> she's I six gonna... and a half. I think she knows. You like that her. character? She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking dead. Oh, she's your favorite. <laughs> Everybody I was, dies. I was going like, to, uh, I was going to segue into be like, Hey, you guys want me to play like a fun clip, but the next several clips are like a terrible thing happens. Mom dies, uh -huh. you know, like, so, uh, I guess we'll skip ahead quite a ways and we'll, uh, let's hear from Sarah. I did enjoy Sarah's character. I thought yeah. it was fun to have the defiant, uh, oh, yeah, character here. We could uh, help each other. <laughs> a three heart. Ugh, does not need help from a long neck. That's just bad parenting. It literally reminds me of me so fucking much. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, I was like watching her character and I was like, this is a girl that just wants her dad to love her more than her siblings <laughs> so badly that she's just acting exactly like him. Like, I don't know. That's all I saw. For sure. I like, God damn it. That was, that was me as a kid just being an asshole. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no problem. You no, you yeah, bury, you bury like these it. clips. I, we don't need these clips. They're just here in case we forget <laughs> what to talk about. Um, all right. Uh, we talked about favorite parts. Uh, is there uh, was there like a flaw to this movie that could have been fixed? Like, is there a way that we could have been like? I mean, other than not have Ducky, uh, Ducky's untimely death on our mind now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, that kind of brought us down. <laughs> Um, I, mean, I for um, sure wish that the T-Rex would have talked and would have had like some sort of character development. Like just like, like a sinister yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Like maybe he was mad because, you know, he couldn't swim or like, there, you know, his mom was mean to him. I don't know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was I there like for a reason. I like, I really liked the whole thing. I thought, uh, it was, it was made in 88. So obviously, you know, uh, it looks old and all of that. Uh, but I, I don't remember it looking that old as a, as a kid, you sure. know what I mean? Uh, cause yeah. it's so like animated and cool close up. Right. And it's got so many cool, like, uh, like the music's great on it. I really like, uh, like all the moments when Littlefoot's like having little moments alone are super sweet to me. And, uh, like that's what the movie is for me but uh 
just like when they would pan out, you know, and it would just be like drawings of trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, like, just like like the landscape. It was that was the funniest part to me, where I was just like, oh, they put a lot into these like into the scenes, but sure. then they're like doing the like landscape zoom out part, and it's just like a kid's drawing, which maybe they meant for it to be like that. <laughs> I don't really know. But uh, I always kept that was trying to. I saw. I was like, I this kept, isn't consistent. I kept thinking to myself, like, where do you think this was filmed? Like Wyoming? It's just volcanoes and volcanoes everywhere. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, I'm such an American because I'm like, yeah. oh, is that is the Great Divide the Grand Canyon? And I'm like, no, you dumb shit. Like, this is probably in Asia somewhere. Like, why do you just assume that all dinosaurs are in America? <laughs> yeah, everything like, was everything's here. America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, for sure. What do you mean? I do feel like at the end of this (laughs) movie, there needs to be some sort of PSA about climate change. Yeah, right. Yeah. This could be us. Uh, We have, uh, I mean, we have Petrie here who has an accent from some unspecified area. I think it's a speech impediment. Huh? My name, Petrie. (laughs) (laughs) It's more of an impediment than an accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny name. (laughs) Uh, I, I flied? No. You falled. You falled. You cannot fly. But how did you get way up there? I climb. Nice. All right. So that kind of reminds me of Bobby Lee. I don't know why. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Just hearing the audio and not like, not (laughs) fucking like seeing it. I don't know if you guys listen to Bad Friends, but when. Uh, Bobby Lee, but when Bobby Lee does Asian voice, he sounds yeah. like Petrie a little Petri, bit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Petrie, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, we can. Let's go ahead and meet the rest of the cast here. Then, so we've already okay. met Ducky. We got Petrie there. Uh, this is Spike. This is how we okay, we are. Yep, I I enjoyed Spike too. I thought Spike was a fun character as well. Yes, definitely. He's very wholesome. Spike too. So we will call you Spike. <laughs> there he is. That's. It's basically the extent of what Spike says in the movie. Yeah, I don't know if he's supposed to be a slow guy or if he's just supposed to be an infant. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, he's just too he fresh has, for words. He's in the beginning. Yeah, like Ducky finds him and she's like, "You're late," and she like opens up the like thing, yeah. you know. And so I don't know if he's just supposed to be a baby and doesn't know how to talk, or if he's supposed to be a slow character. Right, or if all like, Spike. Spike tails are slow. Like, I don't know if we're supposed yeah. to, to glean that from like, how deep are they going with this here? Like how? Yeah, they're like, he's just a spike tail. There's nothing to it. Uh, right, right. Yeah. They said that, um, that it was based on uh, the writer's um, chow chow. That his dog, like that's oh, how he yeah. based the character Spike, which Aww. is funny. It's very much, my dog is very food driven and super, super slow and lazy. So like this is, that was, that makes total sense. Same. Too. Yeah. Um, when you guys are watching it, uh, even as, as kids or today, like, do you did you guys feel like it was kind of terrifying? Like it was super scary for a little kid, like yes. the T-Rex scenes and stuff? Yeah, I feel like all the concepts that it hits are really scary. <laughs> <laughs> but like for me, so I'm when I'm editing and pulling clips and stuff, I'm listening with headphones on. And there were several times that I was like, dude, this is intense for some headphone listening. Like just screaming and breaking things and all and yeah it was a lot of yeah a lot of loud noises i was like man to be a kid right now like watching it like this would be terrifying um (laughs) so sharp tooth when he lands on the mother they originally had it so you could see like you could see him like biting into her and they're like okay that's way too scary so they ended up doing it in shadows 
but they ended up editing out a ton. Uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas thought that everything was way too dark. They were like, this is scary. We're going to have kids crying in the lobby and parents are going to be pissed off. Sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, so 19 scenes, which compromised about 10 minutes of the footage, mostly pertaining to the T-Rex, um, were... It, it were cut like on the floor like, like no this is like way too and i'm like geez they cut out a lot but it was still like my daughter did like yeah. a lot of ga- gasping there was a lot of you know like when the eye opens you know like, yep. this is actually like very um like the circle of life thing like was used in lion king and then the whole like eyeball opening was very like jurassic parky you know like <laughs> sure. a lot of movies i feel they took like, some took, stuff, took from stuff, this. stuff from yeah. this yeah for sure um let's do okay so about 20 minutes into the movie is when the first like humongous tragedy happens aside from the fact that like their climate is collapsing in on itself and they don't have any food anymore uh mom dies at about 20 minutes in um and we get this scene so we're gonna we've already broached the other sad subject we might as well dive into this too Why do I have to know you're gonna be with me? The worst. So sad. Even if you can't see me. What do you mean if I can't see you? I can always see you. Woof. I feel like Littlefoot's voice sounds just like the um what's his face from Hook. You know, the guy that we always tease about how ugly he is. Um, Uh, I was gonna say the more I'm listening to it and not looking at him, I do feel like he's a boy. Yeah, (laughs) sure, sure. You mean, what do you mean? Charlie Korsmo? Yes. Him. There you go. Like, okay. He sounds just like him. I feel like in his, yeah, in his voice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Yes. Oh yeah. So that was the sad stuff that happened real, real deep in. Uh, and so we had even had this conversation that it, it immediately came up that like fucking Disney movies are always doing this to us. And that this mm-hmm. one in particular mm-hmm. is not a Disney movie, but you can tell that because they waited for 20 minutes before they killed like an important <laughs> character in a Disney movie. It seems like anymore within the first five minutes, like mm-hmm. the most important person to someone's life has died in the movie. And yeah. like it's becoming a, a trend. Uh, so I had posed the question to Facebook, uh, like when was the last time that you had cried uh, or when was the first time, sorry, that you can remember crying to like a, a an animated film. And uh, I don't know if any of you have had a chance to think about that question or not, whether you have an answer to it, but do you remember uh, the first time that an animated film actually made you tear up? It was definitely this movie, I think. Was it for you? Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like it was for a lot of people. Um, I don't know. It might have been this one. This is probably like my earliest memory of like a movie that I watched other than like Spooky House. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one, but... Uh-uh. Uh, Spooky House is a really fun movie that I used to watch my grandma's too, but it's pretty much Spooky House and The Land Before Time, and both of them have moments where someone loses their mom and I lose it. So yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> Um, okay, Elena, we can we haven't asked that question yet. If so, we forced you to watch this movie, right? If you yes. had been given the reins, if we had said you tell us a movie that shaped your childhood, which movie would you have made us watch? Okay, um. Probably either A Little Princess or Harry Potter. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, what Help uh, refresh me for A Little Princess. What is that one about? A Little Princess. I don't know who it's by. 
Sure. Um, it's about a little girl who lives with her dad um, and she gets sent to this, like, I guess, girl's orphanage type thing. Okay. Um, and she becomes like a fucking servant somehow. Oh, no. Um, she befriends this little girl up in the attic and they basically like make their escape. And the whole movie is kind of just like her taking this other little uh, servant girl like on this like magical imagination ride sort of sure. you know what i mean like based off this storybook a little princess that her dad used to read to her uh and i can't remember i she meets up with her dad at the end i don't can't remember why the fuck she's at this orphanage but she doesn't have a mom but she's at this orphanage and i just uh i just remember it so vividly and uh, i tried to watch it on the plane on the way to california but i didn't have headphones uh, <laughs> uh, so as you were talking i did pull it up it's from 1995 and okay, yeah. it is uh, apparently the father was headed to World War One, so and they're yes. having to drop her off at the orphanage, I guess. Yeah, and there's oh like a gosh. whole fucking scene, like, and I just remember this scene, like that she's telling from like the storybook, you know, where this like uh, I think it's like an Arabian prince or something. He builds a whole castle out of chocolate, and then like the sun melts it, and it's I don't know, I don't know. It's just it's so fucking weird just like stuck in my head yeah. so hard and i loved it as a kid um and i haven't watched it in probably longer than it's probably been longer since i watched the land before time because there was a limited amount of movies at my grandma's so we sure. watched the Land Before Time <laughs> a lot uh but i just remember watching the movie all the time yeah 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 that's i feel like that's a lot of people we have on it's like that's where they watched the most of their movies was mm -hmm. the same three tapes that their grandma had like in the basement rec room yeah. or something and Yep, yeah. that was it. So, <laughs> but I knew I, the first movie I, I ever, the first movie I ever cried at was Harry and the Hendersons, and I cried as soon as they hit Harry with the car. Oh and no! I was, I was like two or three. Like my parents were still together, so I was like super young. Yeah. And my sister was just pissed because she couldn't hear anything, and she was just like, "Stop making her cry!" And I just because like, I'm like, they hit him. Like I thought, I think I was like, they hit the doggy. Like I was super distraught that they ran him over. Oh no! But, oh. I don't remember the first time that I cried. I, I, I remember, we've talked about this before too, where there was like some sort of an age hit where like a, a switch flipped in my brain and everything made me like mm -hmm. understand the depth of stuff and then start like weeping. I will cry so hard at a movie right now at, at this age. And there was a point in my life when I was younger that it didn't affect me and other people, like my, I could see my dad tear up at things. Uh -huh. and I'm like, why don't I care about this? Am I broken as a person? <laughs> And then at some point in my life, I was just like, all right, I, now everything is very much real. Like, it's very sad to me. Um, but we took Lexi, my daughter, when she was way too young to go see Brave, um, the Disney movie Brave, and it scared the shit out of her. And she cried and we ended up not being able to finish watching it. But we were I was very much into movies and I was like, let's bring her to a movie finally. Like, but I just didn't wait long enough. Like, yeah, if I had given her another year or so before we saw the movie it would have and now she owns it loves it and and, yeah. and and you know has that movie now but it was just too much at the beginning but uh <laughs> all right i think what we are gonna do uh is i think we're gonna break for the uh for the little uh yeah we're gonna have a break uh, we're gonna take a break and then after we come back <laughs> we are going to uh check out the responses from facebook so we did pose the question okay. to facebook and we have a ton of responses <clears throat> coming in from that um, from previous guests, from friends of the show, from people that are just following the page. So um, we'll check back in with those when we come back. Um, Elena, what that means for you is that we're going to cut this off. 
and then we will send another uh invite over to you uh and then we'll okay. pick right we'll pick right back up where we left off okay it should be about a five minute uh break for us for you guys listening in it should just be like 30 seconds so uh we'll be <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages Hey everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out through that ad. I think it's probably just Stu McAllister for his podcast, The Elemental Podcast. Remember, at the end of the month, uh, on August 28th, it's Saturday, there will be a live recording of The Elemental Podcast. I'm only plugging it because I'll be uh, involved with it as well. So check out Stu's podcast for more information on that. Um, But we're going to be doing a live podcast with him on the 28th. It's going to be the greatest of all time. So... All right, we're back. How's everybody doing? How was the break? You guys back into this? Did you cry it out and pray for more? Yeah. This has been a real, yeah, totally. a real bummer, is this this movie turned out to be. I know. And it's such like a I heartwarming... A bad, I picked a bad podcast and stopped drinking on. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, I do feel like I, I could have like really pumped this up a little better if I had like a slur or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just let Petrie take care of that. He's the one with the... <laughs> Oops, wrong button. Wrong button everywhere. What's happening? Here we go. That's the soundboard. Okay. Um, let me, because we haven't heard uh, a ton yet uh, of these clips, let me go ahead and throw another one out here. This is just his mom talking about tree stars and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Right at the beginning of the movie, just after the narration bit happens, but it, it kind of sets up. I do love that you keep going. calling him tree stars instead of leaves. <laughs> yeah. A tree star. Boom. Tree star. Mm. It is very special. And it'll help you grow strong. Where we are going, there are so many of these leaves. The Great Valley is filled with green food like this. More than you could ever eat. And more fresh, cool water than you could ever drink. It is a wonderful, beautiful place. I don't know, Mom. Sounds like a pipe dream. With many more of our own kind. I don't know if anything could be that good. I do like yeah, that they um, found their little mirage one though, like that little like half-ass scrappy, uh, right? Tree farm in the middle of a cavern for no reason. I thought that was kind of interesting. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun part. Like, is this it? Is this all we get? But there's like twelve trees. The way no, she describes the Great Valley reminds me of the way parents describe like heaven after your dog dies. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this. No, it's thing. great. All the clouds are cotton candy and. <laughs> Everyone rides yeah. unicorns and it doesn't hurt if you fall. And like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's my, the, the farm they all go live on. Yeah. 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 My daughter's totally into that right now. Like, she will, as soon as like she sees like a commercial on TV for a toy that we like most definitely can't afford, she's like, when I go to heaven, I'm going to ask God for that. I'm, <laughs> oh, like, nice. ah. I'm like, okay. Like, you, more, more power to you. You know, yeah, very, very good. Very good. <laughs> it's very strange. That is not anything that we're like, why don't you just ask God for it when you're in heaven? Like, <laughs> <you> know. <laughs> All right. So are we ready to jump into some games? You guys ready to yeah. do this? All right. Yeah. Let's do the first one. Here we go. We just heard from him on the commercial. Here he is again with the theme song provided while he was live on the air with us. Here's the next game. 
Box office theme song. <laughs> All right, that's the box office theme song. That means we're playing the box office game. Mandy, take it away. All right, Elena, how much do you think was the budget for this movie back in 1988? Oh, God. Fuck, I know nothing about film budgets. Uh, <laughs> probably, God, I don't know. Back in 1988, how much was money worth back then? <laughs> uh, I know, right? <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say, if you want, I can guess first, if that'll give you know, a better idea. $100,000 or something? It doesn't seem that great. Maybe a, a million? I don't fucking know. It seems like it's too high. There's no way it's a million dollar film. This is like a uh, $45,000 film. This is like a, this is like a middle class family's average salary right, like, uh, this is in, in lieu of a like vacation the median income of like a middle class household yeah. let's not let's not go on vacation this year let's make a uh, a full motion picture let's oh yeah <laughs> there she is. well i mean Elena's it was making George... this movie with like uh rubber uh dinosaurs like in the backyard just like roar. One event, 50k is a lot of money like, true. that's true so, so George Lucas and Steven Spielberg did this pro bono, basically. Yeah, yeah. No really? one got no one got paid. No. <laughs> Not if they did it for forty grand. No, and I'm just saying, like, if it was forty five thousand dollars, they wouldn't. I mean, no, I'm was, sure. Been... Uh, I'm sure this was a, a, a. I'm sure it wasn't like the top end of movies at the time, but I'm sure it was probably a pretty well, uh, well paid for movie because, of course, it was tied to Spielberg. And um, wait, you're asking me how much money it costs to make, or how much money it made? No, how much money no, it costs to, to make? Okay, yeah. uh, so I, I would say, say it made so much fucking money. Oh, I'm sure it did. It smelled like twelve household incomes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's For how sure. you. That's how you gauge the worth of something. Now, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going like, uh, to buy this house. It's like fourteen. Uh, I'm like, is incomes. it what my parents make in a year? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, how many dads do I need to be able to buy this for myself? Yeah, how many dads uh, do I need to catch? <laughs> uh, I will say this movie probably cost somewhere in upwards of like $15 million to make in 1988. What? Yeah. They put fucking children's hand-drawn trees in it. <laughs> <laughs> how much money did it make? Mandy. How much did it cost? It cost $12.5 million. Okay. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> I guess the computer was literally like ten million dollars, so like right, that makes that's sense. It. That is true. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like, like there's a graph of like when computers started costing nothing, and then when movies, I don't yeah. know, the special effects started going up. But yeah, this was probably if right you saw in that, that middle. Now though, you'd be like fifty grand. Like, yeah. like <laughs> true. Oh, I, I mean, twenty twenty one. There's a college kid with with fifty grand in his pocket that could make this movie right now. Like no better, question. Yeah, like a better version of yes, it. Like the dinosaurs sure. would look like actually real. And <laughs> it, it's yeah. not. And just so you know, too, like it's not accurate. Like the dinosaurs basically like didn't exist at the same time as like the other dinosaurs that yeah. are in this movie. So. <laughs> That's why so they wouldn't even have racial tension. Like no. it's totally unrealistic. Like <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to play a little clip here. This is the narrator explaining all of the different types of uh, dinosaurs that are teamed up here. So the five hungry dinosaurs set off for the Great Valley. There had never been such a herd before. A long neck, a three horn, a big mouth. This is a like a Burl Ives tail, Christmas all together. First of all, that if they teaches children way, absolutely <laughs> nothing about dinosaurs. No, no for no, sure. No. Like, no one's like, yeah, it's a stegosaurus or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm like walking around 
that's the only information I have in my head about dinosaurs. And I'm just like, oh yeah, a long neck. Oh, she's talking about a sharp tooth. Like, <laughs> yeah, imagine like, what? rolling up into science class the next day thinking you know everything about dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh purple. yeah, that one's a long neck right there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And you can guess foot. what? They can all talk except for the T Rex. <laughs> yeah. Like he, I know so much about dinosaurs, but it, no, Sharp Tooth. Sharp yeah. Tooth couldn't talk. All right. We need, do have the other part of the, the yes. game, um, which El- Elena alluded to. Um, Elena, how much do you think that this movie has made, just this movie, not the sequels, uh, roughly worldwide gross up until today? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Billion. Uh, I don't know. I'm bad at this game. Uh, good thing this isn't The Price is Right. Uh, probably, I don't know, probably like fucking, fucking everybody's seen it. How many, <laughs> there's what, nine billion people in the world? This is like, <laughs> this is like the best, like, this is the best, like, talking it out we've ever had in uh-huh. this game. It's yeah. fucking well, awesome. Everybody's right. seen it. There's I nine like... billion of us. At least nine billion. So I'm going to go 15 billion dollars. <laughs> Elena, I like how you simultaneously put like no uh, value in this game at all and then also have to win it. Like you, you very much, you're like, how could you even know this? But this is my exact answer. Like I'm very, I'm going to talk you through it and figure out how I got here. But this is it. All right. So Elena's guess billion. was 15 billion. <laughs> I'm going to say that this movie has made up till this point like. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. You're going millions. Yeah, you both are like that. It made eighty-four point four million. Really? Okay. Yeah. What? I do love that you thought it cost forty five thousand to make, but it made nine billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking it's a success story. It is <laughs> through and through. It's no, a triumphant it's- story. I thought. Maybe that's how, how would he make, have the money to make the Star Wars films? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's how he bankrolled the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> we would have Star Wars if not, if everybody in the world didn't watch. <laughs> and by the way, I can't remember whose comedian's bit this is. I don't want to give it to the wrong person. I think it might be Zach's, but <laughs> it's like, it's like. They, we call it the land before time, but it's like, it's really just the land before we started keeping time. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, land before we started counting <laughs> right yeah. no time didn't exist back then yeah it never yeah. Just floated you, around. according to nicole time doesn't exist now so sure sure yeah no i can't talk to nicole about time or reality <laughs> at all you're talking about melnick right yeah nicole yeah. melnick yeah <laughs> previous guests nice. like i'm going down a rabbit hole here <laughs> Um, so this movie was number 23 for the year 1988. The top 10 movies um, were number one, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Coming to America, Good Morning Vietnam, Big, Crocodile Dundee 2, <laughs> Three, Men, Three Men and a Baby, Cocktail, Moonstruck, Die Hard, and Beetlejuice. Oh my God. Speaking of cocktail, Mr. <laughs> oh, Mr. Oh, St- no. Mr. Stu McAllister, here's another update. Stu McAllister just texted me today and said he got another T-shirt in the mail that was uh, cocktail. The first one he got just said cocktails and dreams across the front. Mm -hmm. This was the cover of the movie. Cocktail is on his shirt. And he also got a Tom Cruise face mask. So it's it's literally the lower half of Tom Cruise's face with that weird like middle tooth. The tooth over to the side or whatever he got. Yeah. So (laughs) he got a face mask in the mail from from that. So that's all going to tie into our uh, live show on the 28th. So. 
That is amazing. Ridiculous. But anyhow, uh, <clears throat> yeah, this movie spawned. Do you know how many, do you have like the info for how many uh, sequels and shit this thing there, has? I do. And I, because I don't have ages, I thought I would, add, I would have you guys guess how many sequels there were. What okay, do you think? I, I think there's three. And I used to have books, like storybooks that were learned uh-huh. for time too. So I think there's three of them. Okay. okay. I think I overheard someone saying there were like 12. So I, I don't know. There oh, I think are, it turned into musicals. It did. Yep. Well, there are 13 sequels. Jesus. Um, there are eight games, two sing-along videos, and a TV series. That's Jesus. ten too many. So many things came from this movie. What I else know. happens? Is it always they're starving? They start to a recurring character? Like, have they not got this problem? Is this a, a, a metaphor for America? Right. I, yeah, I, I have know. no yeah. idea. And but like, now who, that we've... Go who's ahead, the new, just who's the new ducky like do they right? still have ducky is there a new there's ducky part two yes like, there is i can't i in, in my well, it's hard to find one because our child laws are so strict now sure um, yeah <laughs> well with good reason because otherwise the parents just off their kids yeah right yeah <laughs> Go on, goes on a bender because he can't afford uh you know whatever bullets he can't afford know. anything yeah right <laughs> he can't afford anything <laughs> Um, and outside of uh, the Indiana Jones films, this is the only George Lucas, Steven Spielberg collaboration. So. Okay. Wow. Nice. Nice. Which is uh, just crazy. Like, it's just crazy to me, like, thinking about this movie and the fact that those two, like, super uber successful people yep. came together and made this movie. It's not that, I mean, right. it's good. It's entertaining. It's a classic. I remember it as a kid. My daughter enjoyed it, which I did not expect. Yeah. Um, but it's not a good movie. Like, in general it's sad yeah it's it's sad it's it's a very emotional movie but it doesn't really have any substance to it really or the 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 messages are very campy and they're very like yeah we know that already like thanks movie we know we're supposed to be nice to each other and so i don't know yeah i don't know if it was worth it's really a movie for kids yeah that's the truth yeah honestly (laughs) yeah we had no business we had no business watching it ourselves we had no business making you watch it but here we are so, <laughs> fully don't fully grown adults criticizing yeah. children's films. Oh, I know. That has for made, sure. that it has made so much money. You know, like kind of all the lessons that it gave. Like I already know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Try reading a Bible. Come on. No. Um, yeah. I have. Okay. So we never got to the answers from Facebook. So these were the oh, questions yeah. when we asked, uh, "What's the first movie that made you cry?" That was an animated film. Uh, so we got several responses. So I'm just gonna fire through a bunch. And see if these resonate with any of you guys. If you if anything makes sense for you guys, pipe in and talk about it. Uh, so James Couture said that when they first released the genie in Aladdin. So some of these people you're going to find out they cried tears of joy, yeah. and others were very much this is the saddest thing that's ever happened. So um, I don't remember crying tears of joy until much later in life, like when I saw something like an episode of America's Got Talent, and I was like, oh, good for you, you know, and like that brings it. That happened yeah. much later in life than like sadness stuff did, but apparently these people were much better adjusted than I was because <laughs> the the I don't good think things. I cried tears of joy at a video until TikTok was a thing. <laughs> like, like I'm not even kidding. Like I've never watched a movie and been like, oh my god, good for them, or like you know, like. like but you just see how many likes something's got, and you're like, yeah, you you did it, you got it. I like it's uncontrollable like a, like a dog being saved from dog poverty. You know, like yeah. it's like. All right. Uh, okay. So we have uh, the, when the genie got released in Aladdin, uh, he says the rewind button never got as much work before. 
Um, and then he also said someone should animate the uh, Game of Thrones scene with Hodor because uh, that was pretty sad. Uh, all right. Uh, Lindsay Walters says Pocahontas. Uh, I cried when she sang Colors of the Wind. Uh, <laughs> I would have been around age 10. It was always songs that got me in animated movies. So <laughs> that's fun. Uh, Feltner says uh, in The Lion King when Mufasa died. So that's that a big was one the here. first like where everyone in my family sat collectively in the living room and bawled. Like yeah. I remember that very vividly. Yep. Uh, Nick said same for me. Uh, from what my parents tell me, uh, another Lion King, Aaron Walters. When I was a kid, uh, I went to the movie theater with a friend and his grandma and tried my best not to let them see me cry uh, at, at the age of nine. Um, Brooks said probably this movie. Uh, Jennifer Dama, previous guest, said I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember, and that makes me want to cry. So that's uh -huh. fun. Um, Elena said, uh, I don't remember the first time I cried, but I remember the last time. And I remember the first time my kiddo cried. Uh, my kiddo was two and a half and he was watching Coco. And the last time for me was watching Iron Giant, which she watched for the first time like a, a month ago. So Iron Giant, that's unlocking a memory. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, Hibbs said 101 Dalmatians. Uh, during okay. the re-release of 101 Dalmatians when he was like six, he said he sobbed when the puppies got stolen. Oh, someone said my daughter thought for a long time that they were just going to shave them, you know, like she, oh, yeah. like the day that she Collect realized the they were going, that they were going to skin them. <laughs> yeah. She was like, what the fuck, Cruella? Like, this is super <laughs> jacked. And for what sure. the fuck, Disney? Like, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I, I looked at it like current Disney is a real asshole for things like that. But Disney's always been. Like surrounded by sadness and death and then overcoming those things. Absolutely. Cinderella, uh, her dad dies in the first 30 seconds of the movie and yeah, she's stuck yeah. with those fuckers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it was Bambi. Uh, my brother Larry was born only to remember because it was a baby. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, I was like eight. It was definitely the land before time when the mom dies. Nice. On the way to the Great Valley, an American tale. Oh, I do remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember mm -hmm. when he's out singing to the stars and she's out singing and they're both looking up at the same <laughs> stars. Oh, yeah. Fox and the Hound. Fox yeah. Fox and the Hound is the first animated movie that made me cry. I have never seen Fox and the oh, Hound. Oh, my You have goodness. to watch it. That should be your yeah. next episode. <laughs> That's it should. You have to watch it for the first time. It's so sad. It's so good. It's such a classic. And it's got um, a young Kurt Russell plays uh, young... Uh, fox. <laughs> um, <laughs> Todd, right? Todd's the fox. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, yeah um, no, I, I, I specifically do not watch things that are emotional these days. Like I haven't, I used to like not feel satisfied unless I bawled at a movie. Like if I didn't feel, if I didn't cry, I was like, this movie sucks. I had no emotion for it. And now I'm like, I do not want anything that has feelings <laughs> like whatsoever. Like I just want to, I want to laugh. Like, yeah, I don't want to cry. Joe Elder responded and said the fox and the hound when the old lady dropped him off in the woods uh, and he didn't know why when he was like yeah. eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. God, fucking movies suck, dude. Or like when it like the part for me was when uh, the hound like protects the fox, you know, and the guy's like yelling at him and like telling him he's a stupid dog and stuff. Yeah. That was making me sad. Yep. <laughs> like He's smarter than you. <laughs> Uh, Edwin said, I want to say the Iron Giant when he blows up himself uh, to intercept in the middle of the sky. I think I was about 10, teared up a bit, kind of you know, cried. I said, 
It's so funny because when a dude, when a dude is like that, like kind of cried, maybe a little teared up. Yeah. Yeah. I cried. I cried. I totally cried. Um, no, I said this movie was the first movie I cried at, but I do remember crying at Roger Rabbit when he puts the boot in the dip. Sure. And he's like stupid the boot's like super scared and su- and like as he's like killing it. Like yep. I so that might have been the first movie that I cried at. Nice. Um and then one more. Uh Brian said he doesn't remember the first time, but the last time he cried was at Toy Story Three. Uh something about Andy giving away all of his toys wrecks me every time. So <laughs> that's just like giving away your childhood. Yeah, that sucks, man. But the first tears of joy I ever was when Willie jumps over the wall at the end of Free Willie. Oh yeah, like free. Like I cried a lot at that. Nice. I was super young. The first like actual, <laughs> I remember. Uh, for some reason, I remember crying a lot during Joe Dirt. Uh, my, <laughs> my dad, my mom, my me dad too, but for different reasons, dad. probably. <laughs> Dude, well, okay, so when uh, when he when. Randy, I think his name is Kid Rock's character, makes fun of him. And then he said he just got dirt in his eyes and he runs away. That made me cry. And then <laughs> oh, no. uh, also when and it's because he also read that note to him before, you know, that Brandy's like, don't tell him I found his parents. <laughs> or whatever he does, you know. Uh, but then also when the dog dies and then also yes. when he when he finds his family home and then some guy tells him that he's dead. And then that's such a good fucking movie. He's like, <laughs> we've done I, it. Like, I'm naked. This guy, I love that movie. This, he's like, this guy likes to see homos naked. <laughs> like, <laughs> this the whole fucking thing was so fucking good. That's but yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, such a good one. And Space I watched peanut. that way too young, and I cried at a comedy movie. That's how you know I was too young to watch it. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let us continue on with the games. Let's go on to a next one. We are not doing guess the age because they're all like, you know, 10 or whatever. <laughs> so we'll skip past that one and we'll do the next one's got a theme song also provided by a previous guest. And the theme song goes like this. Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. All right, it's got a long intro. This game is called What's That Sound? Uh, This is where I take a sound from the movie, isolate it down, play it for you, and you need to tell me what's happening on screen during this sound. So Mandy has not heard these either. She'll get the second second swing at it. You'll get the first one, and then it'll go on from there. All right, let's see. First sound you're going to hear is right oh let me get it queued up and turned up a little bit here right here (laughs) what do you think is happening on screen during that sound god i think it's when is it when he's trying to get the leaves out of the tree no shit. It is when he's trying to get the yeah, leaves out of the tree. Job. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice Hell job. Yeah. Petri. I was expecting uh, that one to be a little more difficult. Although this one I did label hard, the next one here. So we'll see how well this one goes. I can't even remember what it is, but uh, let me readjust for volume sake here. And next one. This is the second one and last one, by the way. So here we go.
That's play it. it, it I, yep, I'll play it for you as many times as you need. You let me know. Here we go. <laughs> it sounds like someone's having an asthma attack. <laughs> is it when fucking... Is it when they're all sleeping? I mean, sort of. Uh, first of all, can you tell me who's making the sound? Well, Petrie's making the sound on top of uh, Spike or Sarah's head, right? And they're nope. like, and Ducky gets up to leave. No, nope, that is not correct, unfortunately. Okay. Mandy, do, Mandy, do you have a guess? Um, it's when Littlefoot it, like yawns or something, and his—that's his grandpa laughing, right? Yeah. When oh! he's a baby. Yep, he curls up on the back of his mom or whatever, and then does. And I even wrote it down. I said, "Little uh, baby, little foot yawns or screams." I don't even know what he was what he was doing here. I couldn't tell if he was trying to talk and just didn't know how. Uh, but I'm just gonna play it one more time. Oh. It just sounds like a horror film. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, it's very creepy. Even yeah, the laugh is. at the end, it goes with the creepiness. It sounds Jersey. like one of those rubber chickens with a hole in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes, it, yeah. <laughs> That's seen better. Yeah, it's got run over by a truck or something. It's, yeah. Uh, it's got a few extra exit wounds. Um, yeah. All right, so that is the end of What's That Sound. Nice job. You guys got them both. If you guys hadn't gotten them, it would have gone to the listening audience, but we got them taken care of. So nice job with that. Sorry, this, listening audience. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't even need them. We're, we're just here we're with us. We, that's right. <laughs> All right, the next game has its own theme song. Hopefully, you can get some information about the game from that song. Otherwise, I'll try to pick up the pieces at the end. Here is the theme song for our next game. First, Matt plays a backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. All right. That was All right. provided by listener Stacy. Thank you for that, Stacy. All right, this game works like this. I have a four-word phrase, and I have flipped it in reverse, right? So it's going to sound like absolute trash. Okay. But then I'm going to play you four different phrases forward, and you need to tell me which one of those is the backward phrase. Does that make sense? Okay. All yes, right, here we I go. I will play it as many times as you need to. And in fact, the beginning, I'm just going to play the backward phrase over and over again about four times. Okay? Okay. So this is just a backwards forward phrase. Here we go. All right, so that's the backward phrase. It's all gibberish, right? Okay. So you're going to hear the backward phrase again and then four options. You need to tell me if it's one, two, three, or four. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Tale of their ancestors' journey to the valley, passing on to the next together in the valley. All right. If you need it again, let me know. Or if oh, you can, it's the continue. last one. You've got number four, Elena. And Mandy, what are you picking? I'm going to pick two, but I have no idea. No idea? All right. Uh, well, I'm going to play it one more time. Tale of their ancestors' journey to the valley, passing on to the next together in the valley. And it is number four. Nice job, Good Elena. Job. Thanks. Killed a little it. grumbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, this was a tough one to pick. Uh, even like, ex like long chunks. So I try to get all of the phrases out of the same like monologue that someone does. And uh, there was very difficult to get someone to talk in a row for long enough to pull out enough stuff for that game to work. So very good. <laughs> nice job. I, uh, we still, we're, we're leaving nothing on the table. Guys, we're, we're cleaning everything up. That one is done. 
And I think, I mean, based on what we've got here in front of me, uh, let me see if I've got any other clips that I didn't play yet. Uh, let's go with this one. Here we go. Look, look what they're doing. They're so greedy. She's what so pissed. <laughs> what Still hungry. <laughs> ah, you hungry? I empty all the way to the top. Now we at the Great Valley and still got no green foods. Oh, we'll be hungry forever. <laughs> yes, that is the truth. I love that because she's just, it just really shows her character there where she's like, look how greedy they are. What about me? <laughs> and like, and, uh, I love how that would have been lost on me as a child. Like, I wouldn't have understood. I'd have been like, yeah, like save something for the little dinosaurs, you know? It wouldn't have been like, <laughs> They also need the food too, and you're being kind of an asshole for expecting them to just hand it over to to her, you know, right? Um, I also think that this gives this gives kids like a false sense of security of how long you can go without food. I mean, truly, because they don't eat. They don't eat one time in this movie. (laughs) No, yeah, I watched this movie, then I was like, I'm gonna run away and live off of my boogers. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, all you gotta do is follow that yellow circle every day. With me, mom and dad. Did you guys ever get keep following the circle to the great beyond? Um, I almost posted this question instead of the one that I did post. Uh, Have you guys ever been separated from your group? Like, have you ever been somewhere like as a child? Uh, Lindsay says that that uh, we were talking about this and I was going to I almost posed this as the question. And she said one time she was at like the county fair and a dude was wearing the same pants as her dad was. Oh, that was a very Home Alone moment. Home Alone 2. Yeah, and he just, she followed him out, like, into the fairgrounds without her family, and, like, once she realized what she had done, freaked out and had to go, like, run back and try to find the rest of her food. But has anybody ever been, like, separated and lost from your people? Uh, Not as a child, I don't think. Okay. I just wondered, I was was like, figured this was kind of a reach, but, you know, just in case it Um, might make for a fun story. I specifically, like, I ran away from my, my parents were still together. So I must have been like two, maybe three. Okay. And I, and back when you remember the, the, like the sun, like the chairs, like the beach chairs that you could fold up into like a triangle. So yes. like, like yeah. I would, that would be like my little fort or whatever. I like did that specifically so I could like take off. Like my parents thought I was inside it and I ran and we were at like Michigan and I ran to the pier. So Whoa. I was on you set the up pier. a diversion. Like you, you put like a. Yes. A, you put like a body under a blanket sort of situation. And yeah, it was very Alcatraz like nice. escape there. <laughs> but I and and as a kid, like I I just remember like my dad finding me and like we had to go straight home. But like as an adult, like if you lose sight of your oh. child when they're swimming, it is like the worst feeling in the world. Like I I like specifically choose bathing suits now for Kate that I know like are gonna be like bright colors or the other girls won't be like really wearing. Sure. But yeah, I, I'm sure that I just, that's probably why my parents got divorced was because I like fucking did that. And then, like, <laughs> Ran for the pier. I yeah. ruined their lives, basically. Especially mm-hmm. like Michigan, you know, like uh, there's no lifeguards and the waves are so bad. Whatevs. <laughs> I'm right. just imagining your parents getting a divorce because you made it to the pier before anyone realized it. Because <laughs> like, like anything probably. happens and then your mom's just like, well, you let her get to the pier. <laughs> Every time, yeah. <laughs> also too when i first started dating my husband um anytime that we would be out with our friends he and he would get like super super drunk he would disappear and it was like an ongoing joke with his friends that were like he always meets us back at the car like this is just something that he did like 
on a regular basis that he would just get drunk and like disappear. Wander. And it, yeah. And it was like, we were, we would be at like baseball games or like play like car shows. And like, I, I'd be, I would be terrified because he was so incredibly wasted and he always ended up meeting us <laughs> at some point usually, or like he wouldn't be there, but like a six, like a, a like a half gone six pack would be right next to the car. Like, okay, well he's been here. And you had to track so. him. <laughs> he's like Hansel and Gretel in little like pop tabs. <laughs> can tabs off the yeah luckily he is not like that anymore thank god (laughs) (laughs) all right elena we are just about to the end of this nonsense what we do now is we kind of ask everyone if we've missed something that you thought we should talk about or if you wanted to talk about something specific about this movie that we didn't talk about uh i mean i don't really have anything specific i feel like we touched it all uh (laughs) sure i I, did you guys feel like it wasn't an hour-long movie though you know (laughs) To me, because, because it, it like ended and there was like I swear ten minutes of credits. I was like, this is yeah. a fifteen minute long movie. Yeah, like, this sure. isn't even a feature length film. Like this isn't even something you could show in a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it went way fast, and then um, knowing that they cut a bunch out of the movie seems so weird. Like, I mean, I get just because it was too gruesome, I guess, because there was definitely room for there to be more movie. Can um, we get an uncut version? Right, yeah. Well, <laughs> we need the Snyder cut. Don Bluth, like the the main guy, he still has like his uncut version. I don't know if it'll ever like huh. see the light of day, but yeah, he was super pissed that they cut all that stuff sure. out. But yeah, yeah. Um, that was his only input. He's like, What? You don't like the <laughs> you don't like the mom being gored to death? Yeah. Right. Like we never even touched on how the stuff? dad the how the dad died. He they probably had a, an extensive backstory on how the dad died too. But they yeah. were just, you know, it's just too much. But all right. Uh, so, yeah, if we don't have anything that we didn't miss or whatever, uh, the, the next question is, um, Elena, would you watch this movie again? Yeah, I'm going to not anytime soon, but uh, I will definitely watch it. I'll make my kids watch it for sure. One okay. Day. Yeah, that's usually what it is. Yeah. A lot of times it really depends on how you consumed it in the first place, because a lot of people will be like, I will never watch this movie alone again. But if I'm like with a group of people and like, or showing it to someone for the first time, it might be fun to do. But yeah, like yeah, for me, yeah. I I will never watch this movie again. I have no no reason to ever go through it uh, again. So Mandy, how about you? I don't want to watch it again, but I'm pretty sure my kid's going to make me. I think sure. I might convince her to start watching the sequels because I'm sure that they're not as like gruesome and sad. Yeah. But yeah, then you got to deal gonna... with like musical numbers. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind that. Like I'm totally into musicals. Like that. That's like great. Nice. Like, yeah. At least it's not like just constant death and disappointment. Like that's. <laughs> so I guess that's uh, that's three or uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess it really depends on the circumstances whether we're going to watch this one again. So, all right. I think that's pretty much the end of that stuff. Now it's time for some plugs. Elena, do you have anything you want to point people toward? Either social media or stuff that's happening in the real world. Yeah. Um, so I am, I have a podcast. I release it every Sunday, um, at whatever time I happen to release it on the Sunday. (laughs) It's called leave me alone. Um, it's a rotating solo guest podcast. So every other week I have a guest on and then the off weeks are just basically, uh, an audio diary of me complaining, uh, but it's called (laughs) leave me alone. So it works. Uh, and then I will be hosting at the Ann Arbor, uh, comedy showcase, September 24th and 25th. Awesome. Very good. All right. It's so cool to now, like we're starting to get comedians on that are now having like actual plugs, like shows they're doing now, Yes. uh, where before it used to be just like, 
I don't know, the world's a hellscape and nothing is happening outside. <laughs> and it's so, yeah. it's, it makes me feel so much better when people are like, I'm out working, I'm doing jokes and telling people things and mm -hmm. it's happening. But all right. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's my first, I have, uh, it'll, uh, it's my first time getting any sort of work at a club or hosting at a club. Yeah. So I'm super fucking pumped for it. Very good. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, go do those things, go follow along. And do you have any social media stuff at all? Does your podcast have anything or? Um, you guys can, um, it's just at Elena Bamfield there you uh, go. and I post all of my podcast episodes on there. Um, and all of my stand updates as well. Perfect. All right. Sounds good. Mandy, do you have anything you want to point people toward? Um, yes, everybody wear a mask because this, I want my kid to be able to go back to school and I want you guys to be able to go to Elena's comedy stuff and yeah. shit is starting to hit the fan. So it's true. So people can keep doing things. Please wear a mask and get vaccinated. This yeah. is like, we've already done this shit once and it's bullshit that it's starting again. Like <laughs> I'm super terrified. So please sure. do all that. All right. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. We've already had, this is the doom and gloom episode anyway. So we'll just we'll keep, uh, yeah. Manny's pointing people to the CDC's website. <laughs> yep, yep. If you guys could just go check that out and maybe give them a follow. I mean, if you don't want your parent, your mom to die, like Littlefoot's mom, yeah, go right. fucking get vaccinated. Yeah. If we learned anything from this, it's get vaccinated. That is the truth. That is the truth. Um, I will be telling jokes tonight, not tonight, tonight, but when this drops on Wednesday uh, in Muskegon, they're doing jokes on a boat and somehow I got tied into it. I'm going to be hosting the show. Uh, that'll nice. be the first time I'm like out and telling jokes for like the last 17 months. I haven't told jokes into a microphone in that long and it's unbelievable. So uh, go watch that. It'll be at least, I mean, it's what's the worst thing that could happen. Uh, it won't be the most horrific thing that's ever happened at sea. I will guarantee that <laughs> uh, it could be, I don't know. It could be bad, but it might be fun to watch. So go check that out. Otherwise you can find us online. Uh, if you want to check out uh, our Instagram for the podcast, it's another episode podcast. It's where we every Sunday, which we didn't do this week because we didn't record until now. I'll try to sneak it out tonight. Uh, I will take the cover of the movie and I need to uh, replace one of the character faces with your face, Elena. So we'll have to okay. see how that works. But every you can check out our uh, Instagram account and all of the posters for all of the movies we've done. We swap out our guests for the um, stars of the movie. So check those out. It's very visually pleasing and it's a lot of fun for me to do. So go check it out and see those are fun. Um, otherwise, uh, you can email us if you want to uh, at another episode podcast at gmail.com. If we missed anything or messed anything up, you can tell us there. Uh, otherwise, I don't know how to end these ever. We just end up usually thanking the guest and I'll ramble on forever. But instead of doing that, I will first thank the guest. Thank you, Elena, so much for being on the show. I appreciate thank you being you. here. And uh, sorry. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. Sorry we put you through this movie. Yeah, uh, we'll pick, if you, when we have you back, we'll pick a better one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, otherwise, we play a clip at the end. And tonight, the clip's going to sound like this. You should not eat talking trees. Nope, nope, nope. Words to live by, guys. All right. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Don't eat talking trees, and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.